You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Self-talk, part nine. Thinking errors, four. Introduction. We're going to continue our look at the common thinking errors, looking at three more types in this module. Mind reading, labelling and emotional reasoning. Thinking error number six, mind reading. She thinks I'm an idiot. We make assumptions about people and their intentions all the time. That's human nature. In many cases, though, our imagination runs wild and we leap to conclusions about other people's motives, attitudes and what we assume they're thinking about us. We do this in most cases without any evidence. We simply jump to conclusions and mostly the wrong ones. Does this sound familiar? You feel you know what others are thinking about you and it's nearly always something negative. As a result, you react to what you imagine they're thinking without checking by asking. Think back to the tennis player's interpretation of what their parents and coach were discussing. A classic case of mind-reading error. The trouble with this kind of thinking is that we leave ourselves open to all sorts of paranoia and end up potentially feeling worse about ourselves and possibly frustrated for no reason at all. We have no way of really knowing for certain what another person is actually thinking unless they choose to tell us. To stop yourself thinking in this way, if you're going to make an assumption about what someone's thinking about you, assume it's something nice rather than not. You'll feel better about yourself and you could well be right. It's worth reminding yourself that people outside of your immediate circle of friends concern themselves mostly with thoughts about themselves. And in general, they simply don't care about others anywhere near as much as we might think. Thinking error number seven, labelling. I'm such an idiot. I'm a loser. I'm unlucky in life. These are all fairly typical statements I hear regularly. Labelling is an extreme form of all-or-nothing thinking. And instead of saying, for example, I made a mistake, you attach a negative label to yourself and it becomes, I'm a loser. You might also label yourself a fool or a failure or a jerk. Labelling is quite rational because you're not the same as what you do and certainly isolated incidents don't define you as a person, even if they happen a few times. I remember speaking with a tennis parent and her young daughter sitting beside her and the mum said she never wins a tie-break. When we explored that statement, it transpired that the young girl had in fact won many tie-breaks in the past but recently was having a tough time. This certainly wasn't helped by a mum reinforcing the loser label. You can just imagine a child's thought process around the time. Mum says, I never win at tie-breaks. I never win tie-breaks. Not the best mantra to tell yourself in a challenging situation. So when you use labelling, you talk to yourself in a harsh way, calling yourself names like stupid idiot or failure or whatever the worst insult is for you. You feel like these labels sum you up. In fact, many sports people label themselves as rubbish or call themselves names that they wouldn't accept from anyone else. The crazy thing is 
that most people start living up to their own labels. So if you're going to give yourself a label, make sure it's a good label. To stop yourself thinking in this way, become more self-aware of the type of label you might give yourself. Then challenge that label by looking at the exceptions and stop using it in future. What I mean is, judge the action you do rather than yourself as a person. So an error is an error, no more, no less. It doesn't make you a loser or a failure. Self-talk like, I'm a great responder, I'm mentally tough, I can handle challenges, will serve you much better. And these are labels to live up to. Thinking error eight, emotional reasoning. It really winds me up and makes me feel so bad. This is again a very common type of thinking error and one whereby you attach meaning to your feelings that simply not rational. An example is saying, I feel so guilty, I must have done something really awful if someone misinterprets something you did with good intentions. We've seen how your thoughts can lead to certain feelings and the reverse is also true. So feeling agitated or irate about someone can lead to more negative thoughts about that person and the circle just repeats itself. What then happens is that we use our feelings to attach truth to our thoughts or our self-talk and the feelings give evidence that our thoughts had to be right. When you think along these lines, you need to remind yourself that your emotions are not a reliable guide when it comes to establishing facts. Much of the time, our emotions will cloud our judgment and make it harder for us to see things clearly. When feeling and thinking in this way, try and put your emotions to the side and look at the cold facts of the situation. Ask yourself, would someone else be acting in this way in this situation? Remind yourself that emotions are not the best indicator, especially when you're looking for the truth. So to summarise this module, we've continued to explore more thinking errors, including mind reading, labelling and that emotional reasoning. Each of these, like the other thinking errors we've already seen, can lead to lowering your mood and generally make you feel pretty lousy, and mostly for no reason. In the next module, we take a look at the final set of thinking errors. Your mind activity today. I'd like you to continue analysing the way you think and the things you say to yourself. When certain events happen, try and categorise that particular type of thinking and if it is irrational, start to challenge that way of thinking in the ways I've described. The next time a similar event happens, change your normal response by countering that thinking error and see how much better you feel. I'd like you to continue to analyse the way you think and the things you say to yourself when certain events happen. Try and categorise that specific type of thinking. And if it is irrational, start to challenge that way of thinking in the ways I've described in the module. The next time a similar event happens, change your normal response by countering that thinking error and see how much better you feel. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.